Hey guys, thank you again for tuning in to Locker Room BO. This is O, uh, B is on his way, and then I am joined today by our guest, uh, Eli, right? Yeah, Eli. Hey, what's up? How you guys going? Um, so the main the main topic of our podcast today is uh, MLM, market leveling, market level what is it market multi-level multi-level marketing uh basically uh for all those who don't know what that means it's just like your typical companies like uh primerica or herbalife uh avion and you know just kind of uh companies that encourage you to um be your own your own business owner per se um so today i'm joined by eli and I guess I wanted to start off by telling you my story. Um, when I was 18, I had just got out of high school. I got recruited, and it was by Primerica. Oh, wow. And um, I I want to say that the, the way that they had it originally was when you first got hired on, you had to set up meetings um, for their salespeople, um, right. which was like going knock, knock, knocking door to door. And then, you know, they'd pay you for, oh, there he is. Hey, B's here. <laughs> <laughs> so then they'd pay you for, um, for however meetings you were able to set up. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that for like a couple days. I never got paid on it. Right. So at the time I was 18, so I couldn't really um, afford not to get paid. So that's why I left. So I didn't really get a chance to like really, really dig in into what um what we were what what the the company really was right so um moving forward to now and why i got so interested in this topic um i had one of my friends from high school approach me about this and it was from a different company go ahead and grab your mic you're you're already good to go sure just yeah just bring it down and then if you want to want to have her see you sorry yeah. There you go. How you doing? Hey, nice to meet you. <laughs> um, so she approached me with um with obviously, hey, your typical like sales pitch. Yeah. Um, what do I gotta do to get thirty minutes of your time? Um, and then overall, so it was like it went from thirty minutes to it turned to like a two day conversation because it was all through text. Right. But basically, I was just. I was never interested, and I made it very aware from the very get-go that mm-hmm. I was not interested in joining like that due to my prior experience. But I was just curious enough because, you know, she was my friend. Let her let her give me the speech and kind of, you know, right. do what she had work. to do. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, so with that, uh, it got to the point towards, like, the end of the second day <laughs> to where I started asking her a whole bunch of questions, which I kind of had already given to you so that you could kind of, you know, see if you can answer those for me. Yeah. Um, and she wasn't able to. She kind of kept replying with the fact that I can't answer them to you for you, but it does, it wouldn't make sense if you don't see them in person. Like her, her idea thing was for me to meet in person mm-hmm. and, you know, show me these magic slides that are somehow going to, you know, convince me of. Wanting to be part of Primerica. I mean, not Primerica, but she worked. She works for WFG. I don't know if you heard of them. Yeah. So WFG is like the the founder of WFG actually came from Primerica. So yeah, and that's one thing. I like after. So after that, and maybe you can clarify this for me because I also seen that you posted something similar like that on your Twitter. Mm-hmm. Was after kind of like questioning her and not really getting a response of what she wanted and how. I guess just the reaction she wanted from me. Right. She hit me with, um, oh, you think I wanted to recruit you? You wouldn't cut it. You can't no do what I do. Way. You're not special. So that's what pissed me off. That in alone pissed me off. So that's what kind of caused me to kind of get involved and and be more uh, kind of proactive for this, for this topic. Because, I mean, she yeah. left me with questions that I wanted answered. So right. that that was more my thing. I wasn't. I'm not really trying to really expose or not expose these companies to see if their pyramid schemes are not like that's not that I really don't. I really don't care about that aspect. I just want to know if they're really like true business owners to where they would know everything that involves in being in a business. Right. Um, but going back to what I was saying was that 
you posted something similar, but this person actually did work for Prime America. Yeah. So, so I don't know if that's something that's like talk to you guys like if you're just not getting your way to like <laughs> like completely just tell people that they're not worth it or no like i like okay from what i can tell there's this it's okay it's a very popular way that people do it so there's this i don't know if you guys have heard of the term love bombing no no never so like love bombing is um kind of like a, manip a manipulation tactic that a lot of MLMers use. So like whenever they don't get what they want, they are able to take that away from you. Like for instance, like, I don't know if you guys ever noticed or ever been hit up by someone that works in an MLM that they're like, oh my gosh, hon, I love your profile. You know, like they compliment, they over compliment you. They, you know, they show you like, oh my gosh, we should hang out sometime, yada, yada. By the way, I have a business. So it's like, okay like a little catch so i believe what she was trying to do is like you know first of all, she she's like the love bombing she's trying to get your interest you, you know she's trying to see like hey you know like what appeals to you because like from somebody that used to be a recruiter myself um i remember i was trained to say like hey do this do that make sure they you know like make sure you find their hot button which is their leverage against you like let's say for instance like you were like hey you know what i'm looking for extra income your love button, your <coughs> button is extra income. Right. They're like, you know, like they keep using that, using that, using that as, you know, their leverage. So later on, when you do say, hey, you know what? I'm not interested. They're like, what do you mean? I thought you wanted extra income. Right. So they use that against you as well as later on sometimes, which is, that's actually the funniest case I've ever heard when they're like, when they don't get what they want, they tell you, oh, well, you're not cut out for my team anyway right and that to uh, me is just kind of like i mean a I it's a trigger for sure <laughs> yeah it is a and trigger i'm not trying to like i said overall if i'm giving you my time it's because i'm not trying to be rude right but if you're gonna be rude and, and you know and back then it's kind of like okay whatever um and then I, I don't know so it was just a whole bunch of questions that i, I didn't get answered but um i'm gonna give you the floor for sure okay. and uh, <laughs> just go ahead and and Tell us your whole experience with Primerica, like how you got started, what hooked you in, um, and then kind of just, you know, I'm sure you're going to wrap it up with like why you ended up leaving. Right. So um, I actually started when I was 21. Um, I'm 23. Well, I, you know, like I left when I was 23. So, um, of course, as a 21 year old at that time, I do have immigrant parents and of course they're not able to work so i was only the i was the one that's you know constantly bringing the paycheck home and so i remember i worked at a gas station and um you know like it's crazy hours you know for anybody thinking of working at a gas station don't work at a gas station <laughs> <laughs> like please don't um so then one of my days off i got approached by um my soon-to-be um upline that's what they call it so upline is a, a word what they give you to you know the, that's how you see somebody that recruited you into the business so my upline um you know he came up to me at a walmart you know he's just like hi i just wanna um i wanted to ask you a question do you keep your options open to making more income and of course at that time i was broke <laughs> right. so i'm like oh of course hell yeah you know like what do you got right so um we exchanged information he said he was building um uh an office here in you know like in lancaster which is where where i'm from okay and um so i'm like oh, okay that's pretty cool you know like it's an upcoming <coughs> job um it's their business so you know like maybe i can you know look for a full you know a full time somewhere there and so um at that time they had no office whatsoever so it's just literally a bunch of like you know a bunch of people that are like in their 20s dressed like professional walking around in a like in a group walking around walmart and at that time i thought like oh my gosh look at them you know mormons like walking around <laughs> again at walmart so um so fast forward they interviewed me um they showed me all these things like i don't know if i don't know if you remember what you told me about her you know showing the slides and everything like on yeah her, on her ipad or like she has like papers and stuff of like presentation right so I got shown that and mind you this, my, you know, like my mind was like blank the whole time because I had no clue what they're talking about. 
Okay. Like I, the products weren't clear. The, you know, like what I was supposed to do wasn't clear. All I know is that it's commission-based. So basically when, when they show you these slides, like they're just showing you the percentages of money you would make based on commission. Right. right? Um, exactly. And then I, I don't know if yeah. they broke it down to where like the position base how I had asked you earlier. Um, yeah. Like what the percentages are. Cause I seen a video on YouTube, you know, cause I've been trying to research this and um, right. I think just for WFG, when you first start as a, whatever position that is your first position, mm. um, your percentage to me just seems insane, you know, cause I also work for a company where we get base, well, we get base pay, which right. is our salary. And then right. we work and then we get our commission check. Right. But our percentages compared to them is, is insane. Like we get 5% of what, like current business? It just depends on your position. It just depends on your position also, but it's yeah. like, it's no more than like 5%. Whereas right. in like with them in WFG, uh, according to the video I saw, mm -hmm. it's like you first get paid off like 35%. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like it was kind of like the same way with Primerica. So like the way um, Primerica uh, composition was is that like, you know, they do start you off at a 25%, which is what a representative is. Okay. And so I remember, um, I remember earlier you mentioned that, um, you know, like when you were 18, you you basically had your, your salesperson, you know, you introduced that person to your family and friends to, you know, like sell them life insurance, right? Right. Yeah. So um, that, you know, like my trainer, which is my upline told me that counts as my training. And so my training, meaning, you know, giving me exposure, um, giving me, you know, like experience as well. And so, you know, with that, not knowing that he was getting paid off of my family and friends. So, um, you know, like, obviously, you know, you can't get paid off, you know, like off of the insurance because you were not licensed yet. Right. So, um, you know, like, you know, that's not like a primary thing. It's just like all over um, the actual insurance state. But um, anyway, so he did show me, you know, like the ways to get paid in Primerica. And in a way, now seeing it, it like it kind of makes you lead towards recruiting. Okay. And uh, the way I see it is like, you know, they, sh they offer you two positions, um, one, which is a representative and the other as a district leader. So the representative is 25% on, you know, in, on commissions. And if, you know, like, let's say 25%, that's, you know, like, that's what you get, but you actually, you don't really get 25%, you get 12 and a half percent. When you're licensed and you take your trainer, to go see your family with you because you're a licensed agent yourself. Now yep. they have to split that commission with you. Oh, and they don't like that because why would, you know, think about it. Like, why would you get 12 and a half percent when you can get 25? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So which is why, um, you know, getting licensed before you finish your training and the training, by the way, is going, to you know your family and friends selling them life insurance recruiting them um your training is you have to reach a certain quota of how many recruits and how many sales okay and so the recruits and sales which is why somebody that just joined primerica you always already see them posting oh if you're looking for extra income hit me up so though you know like recruiting and sales and all that so if you don't um take them on a training and you get licensed, you cut their paycheck in half, which is why they tell you to take, you know, make sure you finish your training before you get licensed so that the agent gets full commission and you're taught to do the same. Oh, but is that something that they tell you or like you said, they really, they don't cause they don't want to split the commission. So they don't tell you that they don't want to split the commissions. Yeah. But they word it in a way like, oh, you have to, you know, finish your training first, because if, you know, like if you don't finish your training, then how are you going to handle all these people's finances? So they kind of put it towards you, like, you know, which is true. Like, how are you going to help, you know, hold people's finances if you're not experienced with it? Right. And so they kind of, you know, like they kind of put it in that aspect. So you're not really thinking, oh, but I'm only getting like, 12 and a half percent of this got it okay. yeah so, so is you know like my trainer 
And so, um, do you have any questions, by the way? So, like, <laughs> Well, actually, like, I do have a question. yeah, So, go ahead. um, how much do you, what's the percentage you make when you recruit somebody? And um, do you make money out of people getting licensed? Like, um, if they pay for their own license, like, is there a percentage that you guys make or is it just standardized? So like, um, it's like 25% standardized, I believe. But um, so like when we recruit people, we don't get paid on recruiting them. So like, let's say, you know, like to sign up in Primerica, it's $99 going towards your background check and um, $25 going onto the online, um, you know, monthly, like it's like a monthly online thing where you can have like your virtual office or something like that. Okay. Um, so we don't get paid on signing people up on the $99 that, you know, people pay, they didn't, you know, like we didn't get paid on that. What we did get paid on is getting their list of family and friends and then telling them like, Hey, let's go, um, let's go, you know, see your mom, see your dad, and let's go tell them what you're doing. And it's not like to tell them what you're doing. It's really for them to like, Hey, let's, you know, like, let's Let's offer sell those, them. you know, like those pro no, products for you, you know? Right. Yeah. So it's, you know, like in a way, like I'm not trying to expose America or anything. It's just like, in a way you're kind of used as a ticket to your family and friends. for Right. them to make full commissions while you're thinking you're getting points because that's what it is like points towards your promotion and points are like so meaningless like in the real world <laughs> you know what I mean it's like oh yeah I got like three thousand points cool how much did you get paid on it? it's like none like it doesn't really matter you know it has no Right. real value so That's interesting, though, that you're saying that because I feel like, at least for me, I had a big misconception of you're getting paid of just how many people you're bringing in off the bat. Um, I know that there was probably residual income with whatever they start selling. Um, Yeah, so that's you know. another point. Yeah, actually, thank you for bringing that up. That's actually another point. Um, the reason people recruit in Primerica is through overrides. So overrides, what it is, is that let's say um, you were, you know, like you recruited, right? So let's say you recruited me and I got licensed. So if I got licensed and now I'm under, you know, like now I'm under you as like, you know, like I'm your downline and you're my upline. And so let's say I do a sale. So when I do a sale, um, I get, you know, let, let's say at, at 25% and you're a 50% um, a contract, which is a district, what a district leader is, a 50% contract. So um, I'm going to have to do like a bunch of math here. Just let Yeah, me yeah. So um, let's say I did a sale by some signing someone up for life insurance for $84 a month. Okay. So the way Primerica people get paid is that $84 you times that by a that, you know, by 12, Okay. because it's how much they're going to be paying in a year. So times it by 12 is roughly about a thousand. So 25% of that 1000 goes to me. So it's 250, but there are also earns. So earns are when, let's say a policy didn't go through or a client canceled, um, it goes to your earns, which means it adds on, you know, like when you get chargebacks, you don't, it doesn't hit you that hard, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So uh, by the way, chargebacks are when a client cancels. So let's say you got paid like $500 off a of sale. And the, the, you know, the client cancels and, you know, he or she doesn't want to make up their mind into um, resigning up to the life insurance. Then now you owe the company $500. Do you owe the company $500? Yeah. And which is funny because that was not disclosed to me when I signed up in the company. Right. I mean, that's definitely a big piece of information that as a salesperson, you need to know. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So like, you know, like when I did my first training at that time, I wanted to get licensed first because, you know, like I said, you, you know, you do your research, you know, Google is a very, you know, it's a very powerful tool. So, Right. um, yeah, I did the research. Um, biggest thing that I found, of course, there's so many negative, you know, there's so many negative, um, reviews already, but I wanted to find out for myself. And Right. so I, you know, like everybody says, like, if you want to find out for yourself, get licensed. First. <clears throat> and so that's exactly what I did. But my, you know, like I said, my trainer didn't like that. So at that time, my trainer is training new recruits and 
when I finally got licensed, he he sent me with the worst the worst agent that he could find. Oh Lord. And you know, to kind of get back at me. I I know it now, but like just to kind of get back at me. So he sent me to the worst agent he could find. He didn't close the sale, and um, the second time he did, but they canceled the next month because that agent is been known to like kind of force people into signing up. Oh, okay. You know, like, a, you know, one of those pushy salesmen, like, yeah. what do you mean you don't care about your Right. Sorry, yeah. quick thing. Can you hear Brandon? Uh, no, I can't at all. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Okay, good, good, cool. good. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, um, when, you know, like, when my first month in America, I was having a hard time because I wasn't really taken to trainings as much as you know like the other new recruits that have big markets you know so and i also wasn't i wasn't paid on the trainings as well you know even if they say like it's like a mandatory training um you have to go to these trainings early in the morning and then there's another training where you have to set up um interviews with your fans and family to join the company or if not join the company to sell them if not let insurance, right. you know multiple products that primarica sells yeah, yeah, that's what my because my aunt is currently in, in Primerica, and uh, so is my my little cousin, and oh. um, my aunt, I mean, believes in the business, you know. Right. I, I think she just sees the money flow of her upline, right. as you mentioned, um, but she's just kind of right now in the whole position of I don't have time mm -hmm. to do it every day, like set up meetings, go to these yeah. meetings at night, and conference yeah. calls, and all this other stuff. So, um. Right why are they expecting that out of you um they at first they give you what you want to hear because let's say for somebody that is you know think about it in a perspective of let's say a new mom that's you know a new single mom that's struggling to make ends meet right okay um of course whenever somebody says like hey you can make 200 to 900 dollars part-time without having to put more hours than you already do, of course it sounds great, you know? And so when you hear part-time, you're like, okay, that's a good part-time. But what in reality don't tell you is part-time means they only count the hours that you're out in appointments. Meaning like, let's say, I don't know if you've ever had your aunt, you know, like sit down with any of your relatives saying like, hey, um, they need, I just need to observe this, this presentation could you help me out um if she has i mean she hasn't come up to me oh, okay. um just because when i did ask her about it you know she uh i mean I'm, i feel like i might do this to a lot of people just because i might be a little passive aggressive when it comes to conversations like this just mm -hmm. because it's like I, I guess in a way you're not gonna get me you know right. i've already been through right. it this isn't going to happen again. So you're kind of yeah. wasting your time. So maybe I don't, I don't, I don't allow for her to feel right. comfortable enough to reach out to me to do well, that, that, but she might've done it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's good though. So that way, you you know, like you already stand your ground, you know, you know, she knows where your boundaries are and everything, but um, yeah, for other people, you know, like they don't know what Primerica is. So they're like, yeah, yeah, of course, you know, I'll help you out. And so for, when somebody says part-time they they're talking about part-time meaning the way when you go to appointments and those appointments when you're showing actual people like hey this is what primerica does this is what life insurance is this is the investments that we have that is they're considered work that's okay. you on the clock so when they say like oh i made 500 dollars in an hour that's not true <laughs> <laughs> because like $500 that me like they're like oh I made $500 in an hour no that means they made they did the appointment in an hour but the ways to that to that appointment is you know like definitely not an hour right so you know they don't include the fact that they prospected someone meaning they um, come up to them in a grocery store or they get a friend of a friend referral and then they set up an appointment with them. Sometimes, you know, of course, people are busy, so they would cancel two or three times. Um, they don't factor in the fact that they still have to drive up to that appointment or they still have to convince the people like, hey, take me to your aunt, take me to your uncle, take me to your parents. They don't factor in all that. 
or they don't even factor the fact that they they include mandatory trainings and they say that if you miss them it's like missing a puzzle piece you know you're not going to get the whole picture if you know there's a puzzle piece missing and so that's why i guess like a lot of people are saying that you know oh you can't really make part time in here because you have to constantly like it's not part time dude like you have to constantly be there and you get talked down to if you're not right like, especially by which is funny because it's people that don't even pay your bills you know yeah so, you you know a lot of these uplines they tell you like oh well if you don't do this well i guess you don't really take your business you know too serious <laughs> you know what and I mean? that's the thing that kills me it's like the whole like you're your own boss business model yes. that they have yeah 100 um, percent. yeah it's so crazy because i i remember going to um to conventions and there's so many people that are you know coming up to these women to these couples they're like oh my gosh look at them look how much money they make look how much money they make and that's all that by the way thanks for bringing that up um all conventions are are in a way I, I don't it sucks that i have to use this but in a way brainwashing you because right yeah and and see the whole situation that i had with my friend was that she just had attended a convention the weekend before and then monday comes so she's pumped up and i get it i mean we have right. sales meetings all the time too and you know yeah you come back pumped you're ready to sell you know <laughs> bless you bless um, you and so i get that part of it you know it's it, it's just a motivation thing and, and i get it um, right but yeah it's 100 percent what it is man like it's just literally the top people like saying the things that you already know <laughs> so who pays for these conventions that's that's one of my questions you, do. <laughs> you guys do right yeah it's crazy we do it's um okay my well now my husband but back then we were like boyfriend girlfriend um my husband and i paid for majority of the things and I remember my, I had a team, like I legit had a team where people were under me and my upline, which is my RVP was telling me, oh, well, you know, like you have, we have to act like a team and we have to support the people that can't make it to the conventions. And so we literally drove, I remember at that time in 2017, it was in Lucas, Lucas Oil Stadium. So we drove from California to Indianapolis. You guys drove? Yes. We oh. drove. <laughs> Crazy. I know. Like, it's ridiculous thinking about it now. But um, so we drove to Indianapolis. And all, like when we got there, you know, in the hotel rooms, we found out we're not getting our own hotels. We're sharing with about 12, 13 people in one room. Are you serious? Yes. And what's oh, even crazy God. is my husband and I found out me and my husband were the only ones that paid so we paid for the freaking room of all these people and the rvp did not even like do a share whatsoever they had their own room by the way the rvps were just you know the my upline they right. had their own room and you know it's which is funny they claim to be making so much money and yet we had to be cramming all rooms right but, right yeah so, yeah conventions are not free we fund it and it's literally all it is is i'd say about three four days of nine to ten hours starting at eight in the morning of you just listening to the same people that talked two years ago about the things you already know and people think like oh my gosh i'm so excited i'm gonna get more sales when i get home and it's just all it is. It's just, you know, brainwashing you. Like, hey, how bad do you want it for your friends and family? How bad do you want right. it? And they, that's what I'm, you know, the, the point I brought up earlier is that it's a lot of mental game. The, you know, they, a lot, especially with moms and parents, they get their own kids used against them to keep working in the company that they don't want to go and work in <laughs> right. to make, you know, yeah, because you know, I feel like, like it's like these it's like a scare that, tactic that they're using. Right, you know, they, exactly. they, try, they try to make you like kind of I guess in a sense play with like your own mortality. Like if you were to pass yeah. away, who's gonna take care of your assets? Exactly. Which is it's a yeah. fair question. Overall it's a fair question. But I feel like there are other services out there exactly. that, that, that are provide much. better, right? Yeah. Um 
So with touching on that, uh, I think the biggest thing that I've learned or that I've read on Primerica is their insurances aren't as good as they say they are. I would say so. Yeah. Is that true? I would say so. Just because of the fact that like when you're a Primerica agent, you're only taught to sell one product. Okay. And how are you able to, you know, think that your product <clears throat> is the best if you're only selling one of them? That's like saying like, oh yeah, this shirt is only, you know, like this shirt is good for everybody, but it's only, it only comes in size medium. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, of course there's people that are like extra small. They're like, hey man, this doesn't fit me. And then there's people that are large. They're like, hey, this doesn't fit me either. It's like, so I believe like their products really do depend on who the families are and what their needs are. And okay. even then, there's so much more cheaper things like that are the same product that you can get somewhere else. Right. Like, I get it. You know, like I, you know, like one thing I am thankful for America, though, is the fact that I learned financial, you know, financial stuff Okay. You know, that I wouldn't know, you know, today if it weren't for Primerica. But at the same time, those financial things doesn't have to come from Primerica. Right. You know, like, let's say, for an instance, another MLM that I know is um, unique. Okay. I, heard of, I don't know if you guys have heard of them. I just so, started reading about them yesterday a little bit. Yeah. So it's, you know, it is a mascara company, but they, I guess they, um, they expanded more on makeup. So they, from what I heard, they sell, um, eyeshadows that are $90. Holy cow. I don't and, know. I feel like, like that sounds about right. For some reason, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't buy makeup. So I feel like that sounds so about right. Well, she, she like, tell you. Is that about right? Yeah, that's actually ninety dollars, which is hilarious. I'm saying like, like I mean, like, in, like other brands are there, are they like ninety bucks for the eyeshadow? Like yeah, there are other brands, but even the high end only they're you know even the high end um companies like let's say Urban Decay or like you know high legit high end yeah, companies, yeah. they their their eyeshadows are only fifty two dollars. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is definitely way overpriced way overpriced is so it even good quality like the 90 dollars makeup or the what i heard is i actually had a friend that had that bought one because she used to be a unique distributor she tried mm. to get me into it i'm like nah dude so um <laughs> she told me she left now though so i can actually say this she told me when she got the um the eyeshadows they're very chalky mm. like they're like 99 cent dollar makeup that you like can get store. at 99 cents so you know 99 cent store Damn, ninety dollars for some. Not even drugstore is ninety nine cent. No, I'm talking like legit ninety nine cent store wow. makeup. Like when you put it on, like you literally have to dig in there to like. Yeah. It's oh, a pigment. it's like dry. Chocolate. Yeah, it's very dry, oh, and um, okay. you know, of course, they hype that. You know, they hype it up because they're like, oh, it's their, you know, it's their company. But in right. reality, it's it's nothing. So the what you know the reason why I brought it up is because I wanted to compare it to like Primerica, like eyeshadow you know like the let's say the product is life insurance the life insurance that they have it is i would say like overpriced especially for some people that have like you know that are low income but want to protect their family mm -hmm. and so it is a little bit overpriced when you can get term insurance elsewhere and bundle it with your car insurance and you'll be paying yeah, for definitely. you know two things for the price of one yeah exactly right. So um, that's what I, you know, like I wanted to let them know, like, it's like, you know, like do research, you know, Primark is not the only um, company out there that sells term. And at the same time, you know, like you can also get the same product, like somewhere yeah. else a lot cheaper. I think for that, they definitely have the advantage in because actually half people dedicated to just that one product, that one product, you know, so they're right. definitely out there hunting for that. So right. I think that's why a lot of people tend to go with them yeah. just because it's like it's brought up for them. They don't yeah. think about researching it. It's just like, no, this is the perfect opportunity for me right now. Yeah. Hey, have you ever heard of a, funny. Oh, I'm sorry. Have what you ever heard that? of a company called Enagic? Um, I haven't heard of it. Mm -mm. They, they're like the same kind of, you call them L, ML? ML, yeah. ML system. Oh, um, wow. They sell water filtration systems. And it's really? the same type of like, you know, you buy one and then they get a percentage off of it. Same type of deal, so. Oh, okay. But so they're like three thousand dollars <gasps> for they, water filter? for just one water filtration system. So it's you pretty better crazy. be able to walk on water with the water right? Filter. Yeah, I mean, there's so many companies like that, like the Kirby vacuums that they used to go out and sell. 
don't well, know if you guys now. know about those. Yeah, those. I mean, it's like an old school thing. I don't okay. think they're really out there anymore. Uh, but definitely when I was like eighteen, just like damn, like <laughs> about yeah, a decade, really. a little over a decade ago, um, they were out there like door to door salesmen. Okay, coming in and, um, you know, same thing. It's like they sell you, but then. You know, hey, you want to make money? Sell Kirby vacuum. Exactly. Like, this, exactly. Is, this is what we're doing. Um, so, question, and and maybe, maybe you don't have to answer this, but um, how much does Primerica get charged to insure people? So, from what I from what I know, um, it depends because there are some people that it, it, honestly it depends on on health and age. Those are the main two factors. Okay. So um, there are some people that do want to get, you know, they want to get um, the policy, the life insurance policy, but at the same time, let's say their health is not up to par. So Primerica have to spend a little bit more on those people mm-hmm. that do have, you know, like, let's say they have diseases, like they have, um, you know, diabetes, they have high blood pressure or they take medicine for it. And so Primerica would pay a lot more to somebody yeah. to somebody that is a little bit sick to, than to somebody that's sick. <clears throat> so what Primerica does is that when they do pay a lot more, they actually, you know, they sometimes they approve you, sometimes they don't. But if you mm. do have diseases like that and they approve you, they would charge a little bit more. That was my next question. It was do the they, they charge them more for people who have pre existing um, you know, health issues. That was the next question, but you already answered it, so yeah so, so like, is, is the markup the same um it it's the same to some extent like for instance if you assume that somebody has the same health as somebody that you know like let's say somebody have the same health as the other and they're the same age then yeah it would be the same but like if somebody is like i said a little bit you know like a little bit not in the healthy side like for say let's say somebody that's underweight like <coughs> then um, they might not get approved. Like they might, Primerica might have to spend a little bit more to try to get them approved. And if they don't, then, you know. Okay. Like, yeah, don't. no, I guess my, my whole uh, asking if the markup was the same was like, even if you do spend that extra money, you're still going to mark them up, let's say like 50%. So you'd mark up the healthy person 50%, and then you still mark up the unhealthy person 50%. Obviously, it's just, the dollar amount's going to defer because of the extra money that you guys spent to uh, get them approved, to get them insured. Yes. Yeah, so, it's usually standardized, right? Like you still mark up the same way. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You still do. But like, um, you know, like I said, there are, there are people that do get marked up a little bit more if you're sick. Okay. Makes and sense. it's not just for America. It's, you know, like it's any other life insurance company, this companies yeah. there are. So, okay. um, but as far as like how much for America charges than the other company, I'm not really sure I'm t- into that. I haven't yeah. like really looked into that, but yeah. Okay, and I think that overall that was like um, one of my main concerns with uh, mm-hmm. the conversation that I had with my friend. Um, yeah. Just like I had mentioned before, uh, the whole business model of be your own boss type of thing, be your own business owner. I mean, those are things that you should know. You know, yeah. um, the industry that I work for, like I know what profit margin I'm supposed to be running at. Obviously, it's okay. that's the expectation. Sometimes, depending on the on the opportunity customer. and the client, we can't meet those expectations as far as profitability goes. Right. But we're still being profitable. It's just less of the percentage. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, too, I know how much I'm actually getting charged for a certain item that I can sell. Right. You yeah. know, and I know it, it varies from material to distributor or whatever. But mm-hmm. I, if I, if I needed to, I could find that out. I already kind of off know off the bat. Especially if it's yeah. something I'm consistently selling. Like, you know, it's right. never going to change. Right. And if it does change, obviously there's like two variables, which is if you're healthy or you're not healthy, you mm-hmm. know, in the primary or like, you know, yeah. in the case of people who sell life insurance. Right. Um, so just very little things like that, that a, like a legitimate business owner would yeah. know. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, like, which is crazy because like at the end of the day, like as much as they want to claim that they're like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur, you know, I own my own business. At the end of the day, when you sign up someone for life insurance and they get the payable check, how come they pay? They make the check payable to America, not to them. Right, and that was mm-hmm. my other thing too. Like going into the whole pyramid scheme, mm-hmm. like even mm-hmm. even some of the training videos that I've seen, like they literally draw you a pyramid. They put <laughs> you, 
they put you, you know, they'll say Ellie at the top, right? Like, this is you. You recruit your mom, your dad, your your husband, and your sister, right? Yeah. And then they yeah. break those brackets into more people. Then they recruit their friends. And it's like, it's literally a pyramid. If you outline it. Like, it's like drawn out that way. But yeah. it's like, yeah, you're claiming that you're not a pyramid. And I yeah. think they're holding on into the whole scheme word. Because yeah. like the whole illegal part of it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, they're taking it too literal. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah. that's just what it's called when you like, I guess, um trick people in a way yeah yeah. to be part of your organization and you know there's a whole rebuttal of like well if we were a pyramid scheme how are we still in business because pyramid schemes are illegal Mm -hmm. and i I dug more into it and it's like companies like these are paying thousands and thousands of dollars in fines every year Mm -hmm. just to stay in business Mm -hmm. because what they're doing is not right according to the business bureau it's Mm -hmm. not the same like it's they don't follow a lot of guidelines so because they pay these fees they're still able to be in business yeah that's actually a hundred percent true like a lot of i remember my time in america um you know they do train you how to do a presentation yeah recruit other people so i remember um when they taught me they're like oh did you know that america is rated a plus and better business bureau and, you know, for somebody that's like not really much familiar about, you know, businesses, they wouldn't really know what Better Business Bureau is. But they say that they're like, oh, you know, we're, we're America's like A plus. But at the same time, what they don't know is that Better Business Bureau actually gets funds from Primerica mm-hmm. to keep themselves. They get a kickback. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like when Primerica client, well, Primerica agents, I don't know if you guys um, saw it, but Primerica was in Fox News. And they're like, oh, well, look at it. If we're such a pyramid scheme, why are we on Fox News? Why are we, you know, like, why are Probably we on, paying Fox News? To have you on the news oh, and man. But what's funny is that if you do watch, you can still watch it to YouTube to this day. But if you watch that actual episode, Fox literally comes out with a statement saying that the, whatever, um, whatever is being shown is a paid advertisement. Oh shit! It's not Fox's. <laughs> you know, it's not mm. Fox's their own point of view and their own point of opinions. It's paid advertisement. So Primerica paid them. Yeah. It's not yeah. because like Primerica's like, oh well, you look at us, we're in Fox News. So right, yeah. Um. So I yeah, that, to me that shit is just really funny. Like yeah, <laughs> it is really funny. And though. the problem is, is like most of these people like eat it up. Because they don't yeah. even take they the time know. to research. They don't know better. Yeah, they don't take the time to research their own company and, <laughs> and to see how, how how they're doing. I mean, and I think I know this from experience because yeah, I've been that person to, um, like we sell we we sell some solutions like kind of like vending machine solutions. Oh, cool. So they tell us right that we were the the innovators as a company to first implement the solution out in the market, and that we're like. 10 years ahead of the competition right mm-hmm. but then i look at the competition vending machines and they got like screens while we still have keypads <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean That's and so true. but the thing is like ours definitely is more like user friendly mm-hmm. whereas like the machine like with the screen like it gets a little more complicated the touchscreen isn't a responsive yeah. yeah so i feel like they're just painting the picture Right. To be more uh, tech savvy, more tech savvy, yeah, and make it seem more like it's more ahead. But realistically, we yeah. might be like that. So I definitely understand the whole like, well, yeah, this is what we're doing. This is what I was told. And maybe I haven't done my research enough to really like, you know, um, back that up. Right. But like, you know, when I'm not trying to sell the solution or trying to give it to them, it's like, well, we're the first ones who started this. Yeah. You know, we're the leaders in this, you know. Yeah. And so I get that part. I definitely understand the whole like yeah, the word of mouth thing. Of- yeah, speaking of which, too, it's it's actually really funny that you mentioned that. Um, when they're like, a lot of Primerica agents now, they say like, oh, well, in 10 to 15 years, your job is going to get replaced by robots. And, you know, like, <laughs> they, they use the example of self-checkouts, right? Yeah. And they say, like, everybody in, you know, in everybody in 10 to 15 years is going to be in network marketing. About 75% people are going to be network marketing. Which is funny because, like, from what I recall, I re- from what I recall in my time with America, they used to demonize jobs so much. Like, 
100% demonize them. They're like, oh, look at you. Like, you're working a nine to five. Oh, I'm too yeah. cool for that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is up with that? It's just a way to make themselves feel better, to be honest. But if you really like look at the numbers, look at the checks, and this is coming from somebody who was in Primerica, who worked with people who are regional leaders, like RVPs. Yeah. You look at the numbers, they don't make as much as they say they do. And if they do, they would have a different lifestyle that as much as they say this. I just you know? feel like, like actually on, on social media, somebody posted uh, something that I feel was like super true, at least in my life, is um, anybody who ever tried to get me to join a pyramid scheme or like a quick uh, get rich quick scheme, mm-hmm. they're not rich right now. And this was like years <laughs> ago. Like they're not rich. Like what are they doing? Granted, some are, but it's like it's a small percentage. But you know. even then, though, like you gotta ask them, how did they make that money? Exactly. Right. How long have they been doing it for? Exactly. Yeah. So that's I believe one hundred percent. Really good point. That's a really good point that you brought up because that I have an RVP. So RVP means regional vice president. Right. And when you hear the the you know the title regional vice president, you're like, oh look at this, Mr. Big Man, right? Yeah. And so, um, when you're a regional vice president in Primerica, that means you make over six figures in income so like that's like for sure yeah so they they that's I, from what i remember at that time when i was still like you know naive i'm like oh wow look they make like six figures right right until i actually was in primerica and my rvp at that time well you know at that time um they're like oh yeah look at this they make six figures income oh look i just made like twelve hundred dollars in the sale yada yada and all that they would always brag about that you know like to make you want to be where they're at <laughs> yeah right yeah, and yeah so they until um you know my husband and i left because I, I don't know if like if i should do like a trigger warning but um my husband and i in the you know like at the brink of us leaving we were in a very dark state because we were not making any sales all of our family and friends alienated us. Our, we were running on credit cards. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so this is how bad it got, ready? So we went to a convention. We noticed that we were paying for everything, for everybody, like to Uber, to food, to like rooms and everything. And we were thinking, you know what? Like enough's enough. Like we're not going to get used to it anymore. And so my husband actually suffered. Um, he developed seizures. Oh, wow in primerica because you know he was so you know he's stressed stress out level work. Wow. yeah exactly and they want <coughs> you to come into these meetings not having days off like i remember in primerica seven days a week every you know 12 hours like each day no days off and they right. looked at days off because and they so make uh, fun of nine to fives exactly yeah exactly to make like freaking peanuts so right. <laughs> then um i remember like this is actually like already it's already been done but like we lost 12 grand in savings damn trying to live and you know like trying to like i guess fund our business that's not even ours and so it's not you know we they they had a way to tie your self-confidence to your you know primarica business and so meaning if you're not making money it's your fault yep all right yep. they're like oh if you're I'm not making it. money it's your fault because you know look at that person making money look at that person making money which is funny because when they recruited you they say oh when you come here you're going to be surrounded with people that are empowering you <laughs> people that are you know like people that are supporting you want to see you win but then when you're not that. winning they're like oh well it's your fault <laughs> damn so you know like like i said you know like you don't really see the ins and outs of it because you're not really in like primerica you're not heavily involved in it but that's the reality it's the truth like i'm not trying to expose them or anything it's, it's just great insight you know, like, right yeah. no yeah and like um i know we kind of i think talked this off air but um mm-hmm. brandy wasn't here but kind of just let everybody know who might be listening um mm-hmm. kind of just your purpose in in coming out and talking about um this whole primerica situation yeah so like my biggest purpose is to raise awareness like i told you earlier um my you know to raise awareness on like what extreme lengths these people that are in mlms will go like will go to like either recruit you or you know like to kind of put themselves like 
a little bit in a superior like in a superior way mm-hmm. like one thing i've seen is literally people getting shamed for having a nine-to-five job people getting shamed for working at mcdonald's and then saying no to primerica they're like oh that's why you work at mcdonald's like that is so sad and so and another thing is moms you know moms being shamed like oh you should be staying home with your kids more but if you had my business you'd be able to do that like one thing i want to raise is awareness of how predatory mlms truly are and how mentally draining they are when it comes to actually being a part of their business and it's not even just mentally it's financially too and that's coming from a personal experience you know right and so that's you know that's another point i wanted to bring is you know take care of your mental health because like a lot of mlms are really truly are a mental game and they will manipulate you in a way where you're kind of like you know isolated Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if you guys know, I don't know if you guys ever heard people saying that MLMs are like cults. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> so, you know, like, I don't know, uh, I forgot his name, but he created um, the bite model. So bite model means behavioral tech, you know, behavioral control, um, information control, thought control, and emotional control. And if you have all four of those things, it considers something a cult and that's what primerica is that's what all mlms are right you know, like they're a cult as much as they don't want to admit it they are you know overall i think it wouldn't be an issue with with companies like these if they were upfront about yeah, the background stuff oh, yeah. that goes on you yeah know, like but they're not going to do that you know in fear of you not wanting to join but yeah. see i think that also that's what causes a lot of turnover yeah you know a lot of people quitting and stuff because they either aren't doing well, they're not getting what they're promised in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or like you over time, you start realizing that a... there's a lot of background stuff that you never even knew until yeah. you got to a certain, a certain position to at that point where like you either kind of invested. So you either kind of put up with it or you yeah. kind of just end it. Yeah. But have if had they actually had people from the very get go, let them know what it is, let them know what it is. Right. They would have less turnover. Yep. better mm-hmm. quality people and be financially successful in that end. And that's what they're going after those naive and the mothers, single mothers, yeah. those people who, you know, are working nine to fives at McDonald's. They're going after those people because they're in a sense, but not like they're weak. They they think they're weak and they need, they need some, they're you know, easily manipulated. They e- easily right. ma- manipulated so. Exactly. They're vulnerable. You know, they're vulnerable. There, there you go. That's mm-hmm. what I was looking for. They're vulnerable. So, yeah speaking of vulnerable that's actually another thing that's another great point that you brought up is because all of these mlms one of the people they target is people who are vulnerable like immigrants yeah Yeah. you know like they target a lot of immigrants because you know like like, let's say you know like here in california alone one of the biggest races are hispanics Mm. everywhere you look there's hispanic (laughs) so um you know people you know hispanics they have big families so when somebody gets into an MLM and they're Hispanic, which is what MLMs actually usually try to go for, they is that it. it spreads like wildfire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, look at so many, so many markets, so many this, so many that. And so I don't know if you guys have ever seen um, Betting on Zero on Netflix. No, never seen that. Never seen it. So um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Herbalife. Yeah, Herbalife. Yeah. Yeah. So Herbalife. So Bill Ackman, he's this guy who's actually one of his missions is to take Herbalife down and to let them know, like, hey, you guys are a pyramid scheme. You guys cannot be, you know, operating this way. And so they made um, a documentary about that betting on zero. And you can see there's so many minorities that are, you know, they come here, they come here for a good opportunity and they you know they basically get robbed of that they mm. think that the mlms are a good opportunity so yeah 100 percent vulnerable you know they're they are vulnerable and so that's what i you know that's what i wanted to accomplish is that like if you are in an mlm or you left it or planning to join it is to look out for your mental health you know do your research yep. and always you know the people that are that are telling you that it is an mlm they're not being negative to you because that's one thing i noticed is that mlm people they would always alienate you to your family and friends if they don't support your business um right they you know they're not they're not being negative to you they're they're concerned yep 
they're just being concerned they're, they're trying like, to make sense like, of what you're doing exactly yeah. and trying to save you from like losing like 12 grand like me <laughs> you know, so. yeah so kind of getting back into that like yeah. is that why you and your husband end up leaving because you know obviously the finances weren't there um it's actually more than finances it's we left because we realized that when okay when you see how other your appliance treat the people that left you kind of see your future there right so we were you know like of course like from for i don't know if you guys are the same way but like my husband and i we're very like in a way social people we okay, love definitely. making friends and so definitely. you know especially when you're a couple you make friends with other couples right yep. and so my upline was actually you know they're actually a couple and they were you know at first they hype you up you know which is what every mlm people do they, at first they hype you up they're like oh let's go you know movies barbecues all of that parties whatever um at the end of the day when somebody quits that's in their team they talk so much shit off of them like they're like oh they're not even cut up to be in my team next right you know, like they didn't matter like they didn't build the relationship with that person and me and yeah. my husband were like okay so if we were to leave that's how they're gonna treat us right well yeah i mean they just lost income exactly exactly that's how i was gonna bring it right yeah. now they're losing money so you know exactly which yeah. is actually funny because my upline still lives in their parents garage huh and this is 100 percent true like my upline lived in a well still lives in their their parents garage which is which is the rvp of you know my rvp they live in their parents garage and at that time majority of our, of our primary business there they didn't have a car so my husband and i <laughs> had rides to their you know to their appointments to where we're not even getting paid for those rides they didn't even guess yeah. it up right so you know like it really does truly tell you but then in instagram their life looks great <laughs> right yeah you know so that's you another play the part exactly. you, you got to put up a picture paint a picture yeah 100 yeah. so like don't believe everything you see if you see people that are like in primary they're like oh my gosh life is amazing whatever and they put po they're posting in, you know in front of pictures of cars and everything i guarantee you those cars are either rented they're not theirs Damn. or they are you know like it's just like a random car there and they're taking pictures with it right and no because like my team used to do that. damn yeah but so in a way this is like exposing myself too so. <laughs> hey i mean look this is i think this is really informative because mm -hmm. you know you could probably potentially help somebody out who is looking into you know right. joining any of these companies because overall whether like i said it's primerica herbalife a avon or avion i'm not sure what the name is yeah um you call it unique or the yeah, company you're, you're talking about yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter it, overall they all have the same business model same goal same goal like you know be your own be your own business owner yeah. um but there's more to it as far as like being a true business owner yeah. and the fact that you can't really attach your name to something like that should kind of be something that you know should open your your, your eyes and your yeah. mind to it um like, and overall i'm not knocking people that are doing it i mean if you're actually making money and not necessarily to where like the point that you're like a millionaire but mm -hmm. just if like that's really how you, how you, you have feed, a comfortable living how you feed yourself then that's yeah. fine you know it is what it yeah. is but um overall i do advise anybody who might be listening that's within those companies just be up front like mm -hmm. you want overall like if your goal is to build a team you need to have quality people there and stop having turnover yeah yeah you, you know yeah like 100%, yeah make sure that you know your goals are the same as theirs and mm -hmm. move forward from there yeah. Or if you're not like that, be ready for a rebuttal. You know, if someone like, you know, you, yeah, who is not naive and understands, you know, what yeah. they're trying to, you know, get you to do, be ready for a rebuttal, you know? Yeah. And then if, if also, too, for the people out there that are listening that do belong to these companies, don't get mad when somebody's not going to join you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to talk to people like that. Um, just, just let it be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, Ellie, I do appreciate you you taking the time and and uh, you know coming forth and letting us know, giving a better insight on the whole MLM um, circuit out there. Um, is there anything else you want to finish off? Um, honestly, I think that's about it. I just want to thank you guys for you know being able to use this platform to you know spread awareness. So I really do appreciate you guys 
um i can't see you by the way so like well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah i really do appreciate you guys for you know like for letting me do this for having me in your show and um yeah let me know if there's any way any other way that i could help you guys out i'll be more than happy to for sure no we definitely will um for everybody out there listening if you haven't already follow us on twitter and our instagram at locker room bo and uh follow ellie at her twitter uh which is what's your twitter um well right now it's photo dump zero four ten it's photo dump zero four ten follow her she she's posted a lot of good stuff more insight on uh on like the whole uh mlm situation in primerica and stuff like that so if you guys want to want to check it out for yourself uh you're more than welcome to and then uh yeah leave anything please if you ever want to come back on the show let us know it doesn't have to talk about this we talk about other stuff and uh if anything yeah just let us know thank you ellie all right thank you guys so much thank you thank you ellie appreciate it